Hello and welcome back to Super Fantastic Terrific, the podcast where we talk about stuff. The things you really care about. <laughs> My name's Russ Early. I'm Ned Ryerson. I'm Andy Wanger. And uh, Needle knows uh, Ned. Ned the Head is here. It's oh, nice. Oh boy, what a night. What a night, Russell. Yes. We're discussing what tonight? Something Groundhog top romantic Day. comedies and Groundhog's oh my Day. god, we're discussing <laughs> yeah. romantic comedies or as we call them, rocos because yeah. we watch a lot of these rom coms. Rom coms. I don't yeah. know rocos. <laughs> rocos too close to Roku. Yeah, Roku. Oh, well, my Roku died or something. It just Can stopped that working. That, you know, I didn't like think that, they could die. Like a th- Roku three. Uh, it, probably wants a, it probably wants or, an upgrade yeah, or no, something. It, just, it, 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 well, it, look, it needs out an on upgrade. Me. I had to get a new a new one. Yeah. And it's wonderful, man. There's all kinds of stuff on there. So anyhow, romantic comedies. <clears throat> yes. Now, um, our buddy Eric Dunn, who we all know. Uh, mentioned, we have to get Eric on the show one time. Because eventually, because I think every episode every, so far, every you're like, mentioned. well, I was talking, Eric and Dunn and I were right. talking. Well, when, and then Danny, when Danny Dunn and I were talking, said, these guys, they're... They really they get well, uh, yeah, but but you know when I told when I told Eric what the topic was this week he said you know man I have never seen one of those movies without being forced to go see one by oh well that's a, a that's woman. too bad and I kind of like you know out. how you feel sad for people like when they don't it's kind of like they don't know they they could expand their horizons I and I just thought that's a shame it's, you it's know my, what I mean it's my default feelings toward Eric Dunn <laughs> I feel just, I feel sad for him I feel sad because. <laughs> You know, if he could watch French Kiss or Fifty First Dates, you know what I mean? Maybe, just maybe. He you know could what find though? Love. He he might watch Groundhog Day. He'd like oh, Groundhog Day. So, which is also considered a romantic yeah. comedy. Before we came up with the subject of romantic comedies, I've never really even thought of that in my brain as like a romantic comedy because it's such like a high concept movie. Oh yeah. I always just thought of it as well, the kind of you know trippy weird movie that it's it is a bill murray but movie. it is a romantic you don't comedy. think of bill well, murray it's yeah comedies. so we're just going to talk about the movie first so groundhog day brad yes have you rewatched it recently here i don't need to rewatch it recently i have that thing like pretty much i watch it at least once a year if not yeah. twice a year just because i enjoy it so damn much yeah it's really good so listen give us a little synopsis of uh, what's happens in groundhog day groundhog day basically features bill murray being the typical Bill Murray asshole type character that he is. He's like a disgruntled newsman and he's sent to... Phil Connors, weatherman extraordinaire. Yeah, he's sent to what Poxitani where the groundhog comes out yeah. every year and they do a big ceremony and yes. you know, he could care less. He yeah, but that give groundhog is famous. Oh, yeah. Which just goes to show he's being a real heel. Oh, yeah. You know. He's just like, oh, my God, I got to do this stupid news report with the stupid groundhog. You know, get me the hell out of here. He just doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone. He treats everyone like crap, and he just can't – he just doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Basically, I, then mm-hmm. he, he wakes up the next day, and it's the same day again. The groundhog didn't see his shadow, and he's, like, reliving the same exact day One over of my favorite things, and over again. One of my favorite things about this movie is watching how they make it identical each time yeah. they're doing one of those takes. And so all of the extras are always going to be in the same spot, and – and it's just fascinating to yeah. watch it happen. Those things happen over and over again. And then what would you do if you knew that you were going to get another chance tomorrow? Yeah. It would, you know, free you up to say whatever you wanted to say. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, Bill Murray as Phil Connors really goes through that. He's like, first, like, I, I can't believe what's happening. It's like kind of 
you know, the 12 stages of grief or yeah. whatever that is. You know, they yeah. the, whatever. What is it? 10? 12? I'm not sure. I've never been in grief. Uh, that much no, grief. I don't so get that I don't sad. <laughs> so, but, you know, at first he's like, I can't believe this. And he's like. He's freaking out. He's freaking out. Right. And, then, and then he's like, well, what happens if there's no tomorrow? And it takes two drunk men to figure out, oh, well, if, that, if there's no tomorrow, right. that means there's no consequences. We can do anything we want to. And then starts the. Hilarious, right. like I'm gonna, you know, bingey. Go, I'm gonna go have, you know, yeah. s- sex with the hottest girl in Punxsutawney. Oh, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, oh, the I'm character. gonna wear. He starts a downward slide, is what, you, what he's Well, it's, it's yeah. crazy. It's almost like a person, like, getting superpowers. Mm. Where you hear about, like, in movies where, like, the invisible man, when somebody gets invisibility, it usually just kind of like morally corrupts them. I mean, as it would if I became invisible, I'm sure I'd so be start robbing a bank, robbing a bank, going into sneaking uh, into the women's <laughs> locker room. Right, you know, exactly hanging out in front of Jennifer Aniston's house. <laughs> that that's the kind of stuff you do hey, if you, you became invisible. You wouldn't be hurting nobody. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? So, but then he gets then he goes into depression. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and it's gets dark, and it goes so dark where he literally kills himself over and over and, again. And he says, "I've killed myself so many times." I don't even exist anymore. Yeah. This is how many times he's killed himself. So oh, that, that actually insane. brings up a, an idea. And I was looking this up because I was always wondered how many days, how much time do you think that Phil Connor spends in Punxsutawney? Yeah, I want to say like a hundred. Well, February it, it, 2nd. Isn't, isn't, what's, the, what's the actual thing with the groundhog? Like there's so many more weeks of winter. What, what's oh, it like yeah, a, yeah. It's like two four, more months. Four more. Four more, four more weeks. Oh, I six weeks of winter. Six, six more weeks of winter. That's right. So I always assumed that it was like that six week period, but the amount of stuff he ends up doing and learning and the knowledge he gets of the town, uh, it seems like hundreds. he's there for a lot longer. I would say, I would say hundreds. hundreds of days, especially if he's blowing in his brains. Yeah. 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 So actually, Harold Ramis in uh, has mentioned in a uh, in the DVD extras on the movie. Uh huh. He believes that to to do this to to be this kind of have this kind of change in Phil, ten years, ten years, ten years, reliving the same day over and over again. And you see, he learns how to play the piano. He helps you know oh, a little so kid fall out of a tree. Helps old ladies yeah. uh, with their tires. Right. I mean, he's just going. He finds everything that's wrong with the world of Punxsutawney, and then tries to fix those things, including trying to save an old yeah. uh, vagrant, you know, old hobo. Mo- he could make money, dude. He could get a racing form or get re- results from later in the day, and then. The but next what would it day, matter? The next day he'd be yeah. Oh, and he, he yeah, figured it. Matter, can he figured it out? You're right. I, he, he, the first one, of the first thing he did, we realized, oh, there's no consequences. He just goes and robs the. Yeah. Just you know, gets the uh, the the money. The, he just uh, the Loomis car. Right. You he know? just timed right. it right. Timed it right. He yeah. just walks in. A wind blows. A dog yeah. barks, and he takes the big bag of cash. Yeah, and then he goes buys a car, and he goes hooks up with the hot chick. Hooks up with the hot chick. Goes day. to the movie. Yeah, <laughs> he plays He's got nothing. Clint Eastwood. With this but this hot is chick. The, this is like it's so weird because like Bill Murray movies, he can rub you the wrong way sometimes. Bill Murray movies can be like really really great or annoying. Like he, he he's on that line where he's just he's such an ass sometimes or his sarcasm. There's certain movies that just fit him perfectly. This is a ex- perfect example of a, a movie that fits Bill Murray's like sarcastic, you know, borderline oh, yeah, nature. Like yeah, this yeah. stripes, uh, yeah, you know, Ghostbusters, of course. Right. No man, this was him in his element yeah. for the entire movie, and he did some risky. Movies like, have you ever seen Razor's Edge? Yeah, I mean, he's big. You know, I mean, like, he goes for it, you know? And I think I think pulls it off, but I know it's received some kind of criticism, yeah. you know? Um, I think he's great. And, uh, but any anyhow, so that's something to consider. Yeah, yeah. I think the, uh, the pretty much every, all the funny parts, 
Uh, I would say it was. I didn't say all the funny parts, but many times I caught myself laughing at Chris Elliott in the movie, though. Oh yeah, because he just. Oh man, I could watch he... Cabin Boy over and over. And over. <laughs> I don't know about Cabin Boy, but Get a Life. I've been oh, waiting. Yeah. That it's been in my Netflix queue as a coming soon thing for like four years, and it hasn't been released on. Oh, is that right? On Netflix, I want to rewatch that show because didn't he like die at the end of every episode, or some terrible thing happened at the ev- end of every episode of Get Alive? Yeah, of Get Alive, oh, the TV man. show. I never yeah, watched no, it. The I funniest know. one Classic. is where he captures this alien named Spewy, who uh-huh. just starts spewing like custard out of all these holes on his body, <laughs> and Bill Murray's brother is in. Yeah, Get Brian Del Murray. Yeah. yeah. And um, oh my God, it's some of the funniest stuff you'll ever yeah, see. Yeah, Get a Life classic. And it, it's, it's a it's a great example of one of the best shows on television getting canceled. Yeah, you know, and it was just stupid when it when it. And I still watch Eagle Heart. I watch his shows on Adult Swim. Uh-huh. Man, Chris Elliott's great. And then Andy McDowell as the uh, the love interest. If she was so cute in this movie. I I can't get over it. I'm going to say they actually use like the old uh, moonlighting filters on her because there's all these points where she's just like glowing. You're like, what? <laughs> they, why? They why why doesn't look, she glow? They like, make her look like an angel. They yeah. do. And, yeah. and really, you're like, and you can't help but like, oh, oh isn't there a Christmas she's vibe? Very now, beautiful. Now, now here's a well, question. there's a snow winter. A snow, right. Yeah, like a snow angel. Because I've watched vibe. this movie many many times. Snowing. And you always wonder like when you're watching the movie like what's the thing that's going to make him break out of this day to where he can just start living like a normal life again you he know and it's and it, perfect and is it falling in love with her is it having her fall in love with him what's like the magical thing that springs him out of it and i always kind of like in the back of my mind thought it's like maybe it's like scoring with her that was like the thing that gets him out of it which is kind of counter to you know the change of his character which you know what the movie's really going for is obviously the change of his character you know, and becoming this better person that he becomes at the end. But yeah, I always thought but... kind of secretly at the back of my mind, it was like, oh, oh, my God, this girl's never going to give it up. He can do the perfect day. He can he can plan the perfect day, everything that she wants. Well, yeah, and he's still well, it's one her. day. You but mean have it, sex in one day? But to him, it's like a hundred no, days but, or but, but, oh, ten no, years. Can you imagine trying to hit on the same girl for ten years and never getting anywhere? Well, yeah, but you're not going to get her in bed that day, man. He's only got the one day. Yeah, well, I know. Well, but he I did mean, have Nancy classy. Taylor, you know, anytime he wanted. Yeah, and then then the uh, you know the little hottie in the French yeah. maid outfit. You know, you assume that that's happened multiple you know, times, so many times that he's like, well, I'm I'm tired of. Yeah, he's killed himself. He's grown bored. He's killed himself hundreds of times. He's slept with everyone else in town hundreds of times. But this is like the the holy grail. The one thing he can't have. The one thing he Does can't he have. Try driving away. And even. Uh, just yes. like wake up and just start driving. Just as I mean, haul ass. You can get out of the state. Go yeah. south. Go I mean, go north. Don't, don't maybe it's go, like the Truman Show like where you're like full of people. You know, you drive your boat into the wall. Dude, go <laughs> check no yourself escape. into a hospital. You know, and, well he did. And, he went to the doctor. He went oh, to he the uh, psychologist. The next day. Oh, but that is one of the weird things. Is like you know the whole movie. Like you know, after a while, it becomes the romantic comedy of him trying to. You know, well, he's just, he's trying to be that the perfect the best guy. person, so she falls in love with him, like, and literally in one day. But when you without, think about him actually even being with her, yeah, he finally she does. succeeds. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying, dude. Is it's impossible to do that in one day, no, yeah. even with all the cheat sheets you've got. But that was the thing is the the point of the the movie was that he had to change his character. He had to become this better person that cared about saving the kid from the tree and helping the old women and saving the choking guy at the end. That's what, what finally got him out of out of the day. Well, out of and, the and Because for a long time, even though you, you think he's like, you know, 
doing nice. He was basically being so manipulative. Okay, she likes uh, right. a certain uh, type of poetry. No white chocolate. One of my uh, favorite moments in that is because he just had the day where it was almost perfect, and he almost, you know, he gets in a room, and he's laying with her, and he's hanging oh, out. Oh, he's lying And then she her. slaps him, like, right at the last second. And so the next day, he goes, he tries to recreate that same day. And there's the scene where... Um, Oh, the he thought, falls into the snow oh, next the, to her. The he tries to like fake it, fake fall because it, it didn't happen naturally. And he, and he looks like so like, come on, let's, yeah. you're, you're supposed to have a moment yeah, here. We oh, had a moment here man. yesterday. Like, what don't you get oh, about this? You guys, the thoughts going through my head, man. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, so how are you supposed to root for a guy that's that's doing that? Well, you know, he become he he's like the bad guy, right? And oh, then, so in the end, and when he, he nails he, her, he ain't trying to nail her no well, more. Well, he never does actually. Oh, well, he, he just hangs he out with her. He becomes well, that wait guy. A minute, wait, <laughs> he, a he, he wakes up and he becomes the guy that she would want they're, they're to be cuddling. with instead of just the guy oh. that was trying to score with her. Yeah. Oh, so he never scores with well. Her. Well, she may have had her hand somewhere. We don't know. We didn't see that. Well, but that is, but then that's important. Yeah. Because because him scoring with her can't possibly be what broke him out. No, it's it, it's it's the it's the he's gonna he has the potential for a relationship with her as a different person. He, uh, he's okay. basically changed. So they person. hang out. Yeah, okay. he's a self-centered, heavy, little heavy no, buddy. I, well, I've you know, seen, I've seen sociopath. Like, now he's a you know giving, man. caring, yeah. man. Uh, charitable musician. I saw Groundhog Day in the theater, and I've seen it multiple yeah. times, man. But and you I love anime, but you do end up cheering love for him, it. even though even when he's still is the asshole because that's like i said that's the line that bill murray walks some movies like i remember watching what 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 about bob or whatever right i did not like that movie i was so annoyed by him it was was just grating like fingers on a on a chalkboard that's weird man but yet this movie like you know he he's still the jerk guy he's just trying to get laid and but you still cheer for him because he's funny he has that that wit that's just like so yeah i'm not the god I'm a god. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, I arguably, there's, you know, he's the funniest guy out there. There's Same. nobody like, dude, I think he makes the most money per yeah. picture of any actor. I think Bill Murray is like the highest paid actor. At least he was for a long time. I don't know where you're getting that from. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, not so much. Uh, well, all right, dude, I'll <laughs> Wikipedia. Okay. Well, good. Well, so anyway, I, I, I this is one of my favorite movies. Um, it's interesting. Like, my wife doesn't. Think, thinks it's horrible. Well, I, no, I don't even. I can't. I can't. I can't. The thing. Understand the thing I've noticed is, is people that don't like Groundhog's Day, their complaint will be it's well, it's too much. It's the same thing over and over again. They don't. They're not. They don't connect with the concept of like the differences of doing the same stuff over and over again. Like that's the gem of it to me is like that. Oh, it's the same. And like he said. The amount of work they must do to get all the actors in the same places to recreate the scenes over and over and again. How many clocks? Those white and black oh, clocks yeah. with those little cars that flip down. And then, like that was the other things. Like he, that's one of the first things that clued you in was um, every morning he'd wake up and it'd be the same song playing on the radio, and he'd just be like, "Oh God, here I'm still here." <laughs> he's he, oh he's still there. <laughs> yeah. oh. Okay, are you guys ready? Yes. Okay, this is off MediaMass.net. Bill Murray, highest paid actor in the world. What is this from? Like 1982 or 2016, something? 2016. He's not the highest paid actor in the world. I'm sorry. Tom Cruise makes more money for Mission Impossible uh, movies than Bill Murray does. Bill Murray does not get paid that much. Bill Murray. Was this April 1st? Listen, listen. The 65-year-old Bill Murray has taken the number one spot on People With Money's top 10 highest paid actors for 2016 with an estimated... Seventy-five million in combined earnings. Well, dude, maybe I told. Dude, I'm well, telling, oh, okay, yeah, maybe okay. maybe because he did like twenty movies. No, 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 he no, does, no. though. 
Volume. I'm, I'm talking like highest paid actor for a but, movie. But, no, dude, Bill Murray only does movies that he wants to do. He doesn't do like the last thing he did that he regretted was Garfield, dude. He oh. only signs on to movies that now that he wants yeah. to do. You know what I mean? And so, dude, he was on Howard Stern like last week. But I'm saying about. highest paid. Most people think of highest paid actors like how much per you're making movie. per movie, not like I did ten movies that year and I happened to make seventy five million. In total, for yeah. yeah. No, but that's. I that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, don't think, I can think of a single hit that he had in. Well, but the thing is, like you know, if you say like you you're a you're a Brad Pitt, you're a yeah. Tom Hanks. If you get thirty five, forty million dollars a movie, whatever the number is, I'm just off the yeah. top of my head. There's going to be little, few, very few movies that will require yeah. that you know that that Tom Hanks that can you know, then pay mm-hmm. that price. But you're like Bill Murray, he's two million. Yeah, bring him in. Let's do it. I'm Whatever sure. It I'm I sure mean, Samuel you know, Jackson must bring in a bunch of money because that sucker will show up in he anything. Will, he will be in any movie. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't see. Bill He's Murray the Michael Caine of this decade or this this era. <laughs> He's so good. though. Well, I love Michael Caine. Yeah. Anyway, I love Bill Murray. I love this movie. Even if it wasn't, we weren't doing a romantic comedy thing. Like Groundhog's Day. I love. Like I said, I love high concept movies like Truman Show, Groundhog's Day. Things that are like weird and twisted and. And different like that. Well, and and, and who directed it? Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, anything that guy's involved in is quality and yeah. funny, man. Another great Bill Murray one that I didn't I didn't mention that was the same type of thing. Scrooged, another movie where yeah, that's oh, one of yeah. Russell's he's, favorite. He's movies. a very well very dislikable character, but you're still cheering for Have him. Try Staples. Yeah. Russell and I were working at Blockbuster Video, <laughs> oh, and yes, Russell, I remember him going over to the new release section and pulling down a copy of Scrooge. And putting, saying it, putting it in my jacket put and it walking in his out. jacket and walking what right out the, the door. What happened Scrooge? I don't know. I don't know, It just man. showed back up and Russell came back to work. No, man. <laughs> you were going to take it home and watch it with uh, your now wife, Lori. Oh. You were probably, what, 18 years old at the time? 17 nah, years old. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who so knows? if we ever do a Christmas uh, movie list, that's going to be happy oh, to talk about. Oh, Scrooge is on there, man. We tried to do a Christmas one this <laughs> this year, last year. but we, we... It was too late. It was too far after Christmas. But <laughs> it was yeah. February by the time we thought, yeah. let's do Christmas. Yeah, be more timely next time. <laughs> so, so let's, uh, you know, let's, 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 what'd you think? What, what, what would you give Groundhog Day? I, I, I would give it on my scale a see it. See it, and I would even say if they re-release Groundhog Day in the theaters, you could go, you should go see it in the theater. You know, it's a funny movie, man. It's a strong nine, a poss- possibly a ten, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, so I, you know, nine, nine plus. Yeah, well, this one for me is an absolute ten for me. Oh, I, it, wow. it hits on all cylinders. Wow! And uh, for so, oh, see, I know I, I'm for having the sack to give it a ten. I, nice, I will give it a dude. ten. It's again one of my favorite movies. We're also called coming into one of my also a movie on my list here for romantic comedies. Um, it's not on. It's 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 kind of on my list for and maybe maybe in the top ten, but not. Not top five though, which is amazing. You would think, oh, Russell says a ten on this. It's a top. No, there's, 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 you're kidding there's me. A... You mean Groundhog Day ain't on your top five? No. Damn, d- d- he loves romantic. He loves com- some romantic. I love romantic yeah. comedy. They're they're, they're so I mean, great. Jeez, you're breaking out the candles and watching you know. some TV, huh? Well, I, I just he's a sentimental guy, I yes. guess, which is weird because you don't come across that way. I know. You know what? You I know? just I, I dig. I like that. I uh, like to see the guy getting the girl get together. Yeah. That's my thing. Hey, that's what a movie so should anyway, be, even if it's Bill Murray. So we got uh, Brad <laughs> nine plus. Yes. And Andy's a see it. 
Yeah, I would translate and that to an eight and a half. Right yeah, now. this is one of our higher higher ranked movies because usually Russell brings the ratings down with his uh, <laughs> uh, with low his numbers. shockingly low numbers. Yes. I did, what did I give James one? Bond? He called. He said. He, he said. It. Against other James Bond, it'd be about a three. <laughs> That's well, yeah, like man, a five and a half. I, I would give five plus. A three. It was not, I think you might have possibly rated that lower God, than Raiders of Atlantis. A three is low. <laughs> a three is low. Yeah, you know. But by the way, on Amazon Prime, we said we talked about James Bond. Amazon Prime released a bunch of James Bond movies. Oh, they did. Thought, and it's like Thunderball, which was my top pick for Sean Connery. I've got uh, the bo- I got the whole box available. set. I got the whole DVD box set oh, that comes so, with. Oh, like, that's right. You mentioned it's that. It's got so like got hour long documentaries on every film. Oh, and commentary tracks and everything. Like I, it's gonna take me forever to get through it, but I love it. Oh man, it's good. I like I watched like four hours worth of Doctor No stuff. That's <laughs> oh. good. Anyway, did we get any um, emails or responses? Yeah, because we, we did. We uh, talked about uh, you know Spectre. Yeah, was our, Spectre was our last uh, move in. So yeah, we must have had. We had some controversial, you know. Yeah. Well, it got pretty rough. You know what I mean? And um, guys, remember, uh, and <laughs> remember uh, how I rated uh, Sean Connery below yeah. Pierce Bronson. I think I rated him a number. All I know is that when we brought up the t- like the subject that. of James Bond, it sounded like Connery was going to be his number one. And as the podcast went along, Connery started falling down the list. I think he ended up being like fourth or fifth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, man. So it makes sense that this appeared on my voicemail. Oh, no. And look, I didn't want to cop to it. I was playing dumb. But yeah. <sighs> and I was freaked out about it. So I am just figured we should share it. So this is this is what I got on the answering machine the other day. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Wait a minute. <laughs> These iPhones are not what they all they're cracked up. So, today. Russell, what's your you. number five movie? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, this equipment. We just got a new board in this. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> hang on a second. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on a that's, second. That's not the, the funniest part trying minute. to get on the air this time. Wait a minute. So wait good. a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hang on a second. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Shh. Shh. Here we go, man. Oh, this goddamn thing. <laughs> this, this. Oh, now it's fucking quiet. That's what, why, why don't we come back to it? <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Just let me work on this. <laughs> what is it? Penis activated? You held it down in your lap and the volume went up. I just remember yeah, at, at 24 minutes down. we have extended oh, laugh. Damn, here. I think I've broken my phone. Now. Dude, let me let me go. Let me have one more crack at okay. this, as they say. Super fantastic, terrific, more like shitty, shitty, and shitty with Russell Turley and Bradley Chowan and that Andy Wanker. That's what he is. He's a bleeding wanker. Rating me number two. Rating me number three. Well, fuck you, boyos. <laughs> right, oh, that's so, pretty brutal. Dude, Man, that he just w- kind of rage hung up there. Right? That was pretty brutal. Okay, so oh, I was freaking gosh. out, and I didn't know what I was going to do, and then I received another message What's that, that brought your spirits up. That, that kind of brought my spirits oh, up. Okay. I thought this was classy, but I should have expected it because the British and that, the UK is a very classy place. Dude. So here, here's, here's the second one we got. Hang on. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is the Queen of England, and I believe that Super Fantastic Terrific is a good show. There may have been a problem with your tabulation software regarding Mr. Connery's placing in your Bond contest. Thank you. So then I felt better because I was like, geez, man, she's a busy lady. Yeah, the queen you know? has time to call into and, the show. That's and, like, oh my God. So anyway. I apologize you know, for Sean Connery's. I haven't behavior. heard uh, anything from Mr. Connery, no. but I already apologize. Okay. You know, I apologize yeah. because you know what? He should have been my number two. Yeah. He should have been my number two. And originally I said it was going to be my number one, and yeah. then I kind of. Well, I almost said Welsh on him. Boy, yep. that's going to piss him off. I think he's a Welshman. <laughs> Anyhow, please, let's move on. Uh, move on. Move on from this depressing uh, saga. So, who, we, who wants to start with their number so five? So, we've got two right. lists here. I don't know if you've got two lists. Do you have two lists? Two lists. I have one list. We have one. Okay. I can come up with another list All on right, the fly Because be. I made my top five um, rom-com duos, rom-com couples. Well, see, he really oh likes the rom-coms. God. If he can wow. make up fi- a top five rom-com duos. And, 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 uh, what do you mean, like Ron Jeremy and Christy Canyon yeah. or oh, something well, like that, that? That would be a different list. But oh, let's right, go. Right, right. And then we also have our top five romantic comedies. <laughs> let's do the romantic comedies first, because that's okay. what I came prepared oh, for. Oh, and then I want to guess your couples. Yeah. All right, that's yes, good. Now, yes. it'd be a good for the thing. So, uh, who wants to start? Should I start? Yes, please. Uh, all right. <laughs> He's given this a lot. They're all of 10 thought, out of 10s, people. though. We know yeah. this in advance because he said that Groundhog's Day didn't make his list. Well, That's right. Yeah, so but... all of these got to be 10s. Okay, so you're going to. This is. You may not have ever seen this one or even heard of it. <clears throat> oh, he's a connoisseur. Number five on my list Love or Come Back. Uh, year, please. Uh, Porno or a regular movie? I don't have a year. 50s. Doris Day, Rock Hudson. Oh, my uh, God. This was a movie. Uh, you know, this was the, the, the classic. The, the, I think the, the original romantic comedy duo, where, where for me, and also Tony Randall was in uh, Lover Come Back, set, um, it was a, uh, this is where the, the VIP, I don't know if you remember VIP. I'm impressed. It was a little, it was a, had a scientist that was creating uh, VIP, which was a, it was a little disc, little candy, supposedly, but it wasn't candy. It was a drug. A, he, he said, "I'm he, the scientist was trying to create a good drug. twenty-five cent drunk." Oh, wow! <laughs> so, it, so you would like, oh, let's try the VIP, and everybody would get drunk anyway. Yeah. Classic uh, romantic comedy. Is it funny? Oh, it's hilarious! I've never seen now, that where, one. Where, I, mean, now, I know, now, obviously. Now, 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 where did you see this movie, Russell? I've seen it multiple times. Did your All, wife the, show you this movie? No, no. She, I guarantee. I don't think she even knows what it is. She's, she'd be more likely to watch The Walking Dead than she would be. Well, uh, I don't know about you. that, but she would. Uh, you know, it probably wouldn't hold her attention too long. But right, I don't know. It, it, it's, Who knows? But uh, Lover Come Back. I got. Man, I know I Pillow wish I'd Talk, seen but that, I've never seen Lover Come Back. I've, I know that Rock. They were quite a duo. They did several movies together. Right. And, you know, I like some Doris Day. She's good. Glass Bottom Boat and some other right. movies. Hey, man. They had Glass Bottom Boats over in Catalina. They yeah. still do. And those guys used to go over there all the time. Man. Looking it's for crazy. Doris Day? No, 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 no. Doris Day and those guys used oh. to go over there all the time, man. It was the yeah. playground of the Hollywood elite. It was. It was. <laughs> you know. 
Anyway, so, so I, I probably surprised you by that one. Yeah, well, that yeah, was, I just kind of took me off that. guard. Was, yeah, see, so that was – immediately I thought well, top five. I'm like, well, that's one of my favorite romantic comedies of all time. So, But still only number five on my list. Wow. Andy? Okay, man. So I'd, I'd go, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to our old Blue Devil schoolmate from Jefferson Junior High, Joey Buss Lisinski now – Back when we knew her, it was just Joey Buss. Because Joey responded to your post, Brad, on Facebook yes. and put up her own list of her five favorite Quickly. Romance. She had that list oh, ready man, to go. She, was on it. She, is, she is the reason my mother thought I was gay for uh, some time <laughs> uh, when I was back in that era of my life. I had a typewriter that I would keep on this, on this desk in my room. Oh, my gosh. And I would go over to it and I would kind of keep this diary. Remember our old Spanish teacher, Mrs. Romito? Did you have Spanish? Oh, yeah. Anyway, man. That's the she, class where Eric drew um, a picture of her in a tornado and she saw it. <laughs> it said her name on it. She said, what's this? And he goes, I'm She called, Mrs. Romito called my mom and told her that I wouldn't stay in my seat and all this horrible yeah. stuff. So my mom wasn't going to let me go to this winter formal, right? Or whatever the winter dance at Jefferson was. Just one problem, see? Somebody told me that Joey said I was cute, dude. Now, this would have been in ninth grade. And, and I was like, who would have told me that? Who would have told me that? And I realized, oh, my God, your wife, Kim, told me that. <laughs> your wife, Kim, when we were, you know, back yeah. at Jeff, said, said, hey, Joey, bus, th- said, the, you know, she's cute. You know, you're, you're cute. And I was like, oh, my God, tell her I think she's cute. Just one problem. My grades were so shitty, my mom wasn't going to let me go out of the house that weekend, right? <laughs> so I would go over to this typewriter and, rant, and write these rants about how I was pissed off at everybody or whatever. <laughs> and uh, one of the things I had written was like, you know, Joey's going to be at this dance. And, you know, Joey <laughs> told, I where I was going. Joey I really told Kim, you know, that I was cute and all I want to oh do God. is go dance with Joey at the dance. And I... Uh, and, and my I looked, mom's shaking and, me down. Dude, and I looked at it like last week, <laughs> and, and it's totally ambiguous. I, at no point do I go, she told Kim, yeah. she thought I was cute, I can't wait to dance with her. It was just Joey said I was cute and all this stuff. And I never realized like why, where the confusion lay until about you know 10 or 15 years ago and i was like oh oh, crap dude like my mom read that stuff and thought i was into some boy named joey you know (laughs) anyhow not that there's anything wrong with it (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with it but what i remember about joey's the fabulous duran duran style hats the panama the panama hot hats she would wear so in tribute to you i believe she was also in the dolphin short club oh yeah yeah those girls all rock those dolphins joey Shorts. So now this is this is. We may have just of, lost a listener. Oh damn it! Joey, so this is off you, of Joey. Joey's list, <laughs> and it's fifty first dates. Now Russell, you brought up my favorite pairing. Fifty first. You brought up my. You brought up favorite pairings. Russell's got five favorite couples over there. I know there that's crazy. Ago. And if I were forced to be forced to pick my favorite cover, cut cover, cover, it would be Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Mm. 
I think Drew Barrymore is the most charming person I've ever seen in my life. And surprisingly, it's surprisingly a good choice. You wouldn't think it's Adam Handler. Adam Handler. Adam Adam Handler's had quite a few bad movies. Like, he's he's had a string of, like, really bad movies. Yeah, man. And yet, his movies with Drew have been all been pretty good. Dude, the new movie with Drew Barrymore and him is not bad. You know what? You wouldn't think that would be something you might like, but... You start getting into it's it, you're like, funny, oh, man. it's really funny. It's yeah, good. First, they just have yeah. some type of sc- screen chemistry. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, The Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates, and now Blended. And you know what's bizarre together. about Drew Barrymore is she was a beautiful kid who grew into a beautiful adult. You know, and so many times with those kid actors, it doesn't work right. out. But Well, I just, not, see, not, not, not to pick not... the whole list, but... Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler, number three on my list. Number three. Number three on my number list. Three. And Fifty First Dates is a really good show. That was it's on my top ten. It well, make my first five. off, you love Hawaii, yeah. and if you love Hawaii, you're gonna love this movie because it's some of the be- most beautiful yeah. shots of the island, you know. And um, and it's very similar to Groundhog's Day when you think about it. Because yeah, it is. Uh, it unlike is. in his situation where it's something mystical that keeps him in this day over and over again. <sighs> yeah, she has like a brain disorder or something. Right, she had that, an injury. Yeah, an injury. Yeah. That causes her to have to, you know, basically she loses her memory every day. Memory. To, if she goes to memory. sleep, yeah. she loses her memory. So they keep everything exactly the same for her every day. I know, dude, but I was thinking at the end of that movie. I mean, they had to end the movie, yeah. you know. And I was thinking, how is this possibly going to work out? Because every day she wakes up every morning, wouldn't yeah. she be panicking? Because. And then, she, and then you know, Adam Sandler must go in there and go, oh, hey, I'm your husband. Well, then remember you, you know. made the video for her, you know, explaining everything oh, for a man. while. Then she would wake up and she'd watch the video and then it still became too upsetting. But, I mean, I guess the advantage is that if the relationship ever went bad, you could leave and she really wouldn't be hurt because she wouldn't remember you or know who you the know heck what, you were. Man, if she had a baby, if she had <laughs> she a baby. She did at the end. Oh, then that might snap her out of it. No, it didn't snap no, her out of it. it they were not. They at the very end of the movie, they wake up on some sailboat, on a boat, yeah, with their kid sailing around. Come upstairs, and yeah, come upstairs Dude. and say hello to your daughter. Or yeah, something. my yeah. favorite part of that movie is when that big fella asks him if he wants some. Hey, brother, you want me to crunch up some peanut butter cups <laughs> and put it in your put it in your shake for you? Yeah, you know, he's like trying to get him to eat more. You know, <laughs> no, but that was a really good movie, and again, it was because it was a high concept movie. It was like all these different things he kept doing to keep meeting her over and over again and trying to get to know her. Get, trying to have her get to know him quicker well, in each of those days. It was my number five pick to click. I had right. that at number 10 on my list, but it's a very wow. good choice. All right, Thank Brad. You, Brad. So it's number five on Brad Number Chandler's. five on my list. He went from totally geek to totally chic. That's not the name of the movie. Oh, man. But Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, Starry, dude. Buy me love. You know what's funny is that that's really high up on uh, on my list. Man. That's and a great movie. You know, I wasn't sure if you guys were going to – it's not on my list because I wasn't sure if you guys were going to let me count it as a romantic comedy. Oh, it's totally romantic comedy. All right, man. Then like how is it not a romantic list. comedy? Dude, it's on my list. Remember how, how much Tasha and Tara loved that movie? Can't oh, buy absolutely. Me love, yeah. man. And how those movies – you know, it, it always they make you think that the nerd can like get the hot girl, yeah. and it never happens. And my wife and I were talking about this the other day. Now is this it is this an Andrew McCarthy? No, 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 no. Which one is this one? Patrick Dempsey. Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah. That's right. I, and it's, I, and, it's, and to, if you think about it, it was like forecasting. Those two are interchangeable in my mind. It was mind. forecasting into oh, the really? future. He basically played this geeky guy in several movies, including this one. And in the movie, they talk about, like, you know, basically the movie's about he's a nerd and he's saving up money to buy a new telescope so he can look at the stars. But he's got this crush on this hot, popular girl that doesn't even know he exists. 
right? So this popular girl borrows one of her mom's dresses and spills some wine, wine on it, and yeah. she has to replace it, basically. And he sees her dilemma and basically makes a deal with her to, like, basically rent her as a girlfriend to make him popular. He'll pay for her dress instead of getting his telescope. And so it's it's a great romantic comedy because the whole thing is, you know, she's like reluctant and trying to help him out. And, you know, oh, God, this geek's following me around. But it gets to the point where there's this wow. great scene. They're sitting there on this on this car looking at the stars. And he's telling her about the stars. And you can see her face that like she's like actually now falling in love with him. Oh, wow. And it's just this moment where like, you know, oh, my God, this is great. They're going to get together. And then he turns to her and goes, OK, so how are we going to break up tomorrow? Because right, the, the right. time period that yeah. was over. And so he's 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 uh, he's got the deal is done so he's like he's being honorable and like okay you yeah know, we're done so tomorrow. Are we what are you gonna do, do and she doesn't want to do it yeah and it's just he's just too dumb to realize it's, that it's, she actually likes him you know it's heartbreaking and then the end of that movie it has one of the best ends ever where he stands up on that bench oh yeah and says <laughs> protects his other nerd friend. you shouldn't have to try to be somebody else because it's hard enough to be yourself <laughs> and i think you know <laughs> slow clap you get the you get the they totally the John Hughes like slow clap yeah. movie type movie. And it was just like that's the full Monty right there in a teen movie when you end it like yeah. that. And then the very end last shot is him riding off on his mower with that chick. Yeah, on he and, finally gets gets her back at know, the very end. Yeah. And yeah. she was cute. She died just recently too. Oh, oh yeah, I heard I damn, Amanda I Peterson, she that. was a cutie back then. Oh, oh dude. That tragedy. She reminded me of Peretta at the time. Tragedy. She had the same hairstyle and everything. Oh yeah. Oh. Another blast from the past. Now, uh Russell, yes. you're number four. Number four oh, wait, on my I, list. Add one more comment to oh, make. Wait, I'm sorry. In the movie, you have a four. You have a four B. No, he went from totally. <laughs> he went B? from totally geek to totally chic. Oh, Years man. later, he would become Doctor McSteamy or McDreamy or whatever yeah, it is. On, I don't know what that as means. As my mother I never would say, he filled it, out. He was like a you know popular sex symbol, and he was he was the geek. He was really. He movies. was in that movie uh, Sweet Alabama, Home, Al- Sweet Alabama, Home Alabama with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, he was the no. He was like the. Well, he was like the rich, you know, studly, and he was the guy in Enchanted too, the Enchanted, one that the princess yeah. falls for. So he's he's had a bunch of like leading man roles, but he was the geek in this movie. Well, he was skinny because he was young, you yeah. know. And then yeah. you're, you're looking at Anthony Michael Hall was skinnier than Patrick Dempsey, and he's a, but he's he also a played guy the guy geek in the movie where he was the um, pizza delivery boy who banged the old women. That for money. was also a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was called the Woo Woo Kid. I can't remember the, the name of it. But, well, but, but how about just uh, why don't you write like synopses for like Netflix or like Amazon? Because that okay. was amazing. I could do. A, I want to watch that movie now. I could do a better job. <laughs> I'll find, I'll find the name for it. I'll get. I'll get it here. Yeah. Well, while you go on to your list. Well, you know what? My uh, number four on my list is not going to be a surprise. One of the most amazing mm. uh, romantic comedies of all time. Really redefined romantic comedy, really, when Harry met Sally. Yeah, I think it would be impossible to put together a top five list without when Harry met yeah. Sally. Yeah, and, um, it's, and it's definitely in my top ten. It just didn't quite make the cut, but that's more just because Bill Billy Crystal is just not like a is, love interest. Is, dude, you yeah, know what's he's, a, he's kind of a he's horrible, a rough love right, interest. He's right. a horrible. I was just about to say, man, <laughs> I really, movie. I really like Meg Ryan. But I don't think it's my favorite Meg Ryan rom com. Yeah, no, by no, a long shot. No, but just just the the writing in that movie. The writing. Is um, what's his name? Bruno. What's his name? The guy that was in the City Slicker movie. Yeah, with him. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Um, uh, it had a woman director who just passed away. Nora recently. Ephron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, just 
for me, it was like a perfect. What is? It's, it's, it's one of the quintessential, you know, ones like you said that it should be on most people's lists. Yeah, because it just the writing in it was so good. There's like it was like a will they, won't they, and the timing was never right, and they were kind of friends, but one liked the other when the other was interested in you know. Yeah. If someone else, if kind the of writing had been crappy uh, for when Harry met Sally, yeah. it would have been horrible. But the dialogue keeps yeah. it moving along. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I rarely like Billy Crystal movies. I kind of I'm not a big Billy Crystal no, fan. No, you don't like Billy Crystal. Do you? I'm not a big Billy Crystal fan. But he's excellent in he's those excellent, monsters. He's uh, excellent in movies. this movie. <laughs> he's excellent in this movie. Yeah. And City Slickers. Yeah. And Monsters Inc. Is it okay. Monsters Inc.? He's uh, Mike was now. Yeah, he's the guy with the eye. He's the he's the blue the green guy. <laughs> Okay, so now, now wait, now your number. Did you just do your number four? Number four was when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, should I move on to my uh, yeah my number four? Okay. Wait a second. Lover boy is the lover boy pizza boy who uh, bangs the lover boy and dude and his boss makes him wear this big black Italian mustache while he delivers pizza. And the thing is, like when they order a pizza with a certain topping, does he have a weird weird car too? Yes. Yes. And And there's a funny scene where his mom orders that pizza. (gasps) Dude, his mom's all Oh my gosh! All this movie's coming flooding back to me right now. Because yeah, like all of a sudden you order a special pizza yeah. right. and he comes and services the ladies yeah. Yeah. as well yeah. as bringing pizza. And they exactly. like him. Oh, and it was his mom and he's like yeah. Yeah. he like takes off his clothes and then like he realizes oh my gosh it's my father <laughs> he runs out. Okay, no, that's great. I remember that. Sorry, okay, man. That's okay, man. So my 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 number four. What was my number five? <laughs> Uh, your number five was 51st Dates. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Okay, my number four is another Meg Ryan movie, but it's also with Kevin Klein, French Kiss. French Kiss. This now is another Joey Buzz Luzinski pick, and um, I'm glad that it was brought to my attention because Kevin Klein is hilarious, man, and he was great in, what was that movie where his wife was trying to kill him? Tracy Allman, you know, Love You to Death. Mm. With River Phoenix, mm. Mm. No. No. you guys no. have never seen. Okay, write no. down, <laughs> write down. Love you to death love because we're gonna to have death. to do a podcast. On I don't it. have a pen. Okay, with Kevin Klein. Um, anyway, man, this French accent that he does is hilarious. Have you seen Fifty for or uh, French Chaos? I, I I may have seen it, but it's I, it just doesn't like ring a bell to me. Like I can't like focus in on what it was. I have seen it. It's not like like Loverboy. I have seen that yeah, movie, and but it it's came faded flooding from your back memory. to me. Right, but right, so right. give us a little, just a little quick, you know. Since well, we haven't. So okay, dude. Like, well, I now it's not crystal clear. Okay, something like Meg Ryan. She's in the United States. Okay, something happens. She has to go over to France. No, she's going over to find her boyfriend or something like that. Her okay. fiance on the plane. She meets this totally stinky, obnoxious, smelly Frenchman. Right. <laughs> And she hates him or whatever. You know? right. So, so it, it's not Gerard about... Depardieu. No, no, dude. It's Kevin Klein <laughs> okay. acting like a Frenchman. Because you said a smelly Frenchman, I just assumed. No, man. And and There's so, so any, anyway, so then Meg Ryan gets to Paris or whatever and sees her fiancé with another woman and realizes that it's all been, you know, blah, 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 blah. 
then don't I think they, they isn't pretend, there some kind? Yeah, isn't there some kind of? Uh, uh, I think they pretend to like hook an up. espionage or some spying going on or something like that. Or I, I can't recall what it is. Is on it? I remember them being like across the way stuff. and watching them. I don't know why. Maybe it's a different movie. I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. Okay. I don't remember right. that man. The reason this movie made my top five is because I remember laughing a lot. And it's not a romantic comedy, like kind of. It's the whole thing is about love because this guy, this Kevin Klein character is all about, you know, love, man. Yeah. So that is my pick. All right. For number four. Number four. And now Brad Shawan, number four. Number four would be House Sitter for me. House Sitter. Starring Steve Steve Martin Martin and and Goldie Goldie Hawn. Hawn. That is a great, great great choice. The movie starts out with Steve Martin. He proposes to his fiancée, which is played by Dana Delaney, by presenting her this house he's built for her. Amazing house, a wraparound porch. Gorgeous Gorgeous. house. He's like an architect. Yeah, he's... He's like an up-and-coming architect. What's his name? He's got a great name in the movie, too. Uh, I can't remember offhand, but anyway, so he built her this house. She basically says no. And then the house sits there. And the house just sits there. And then he goes, and you know, he's drinking away his problems, and he's at some, like, restaurant... Some weird Bavarian restaurant or whatever, and he bumps That's into right. this, you know, Goldie Hawn, and Goldie Hawn's like this, you know, goofy waitress that doesn't barely speaks English or whatever, and he like walks her home, you know, and he's yeah. hanging out with her. This is you know like way after his, uh, you know, thing fell through. It's probably like a couple years later. He's still like sorrow over this, you know. I built her a damn house, and she said no. Like, can you imagine that? Like, <laughs> some people give it, you know, get a ring, and they say no. I mean, this guy built her a house. She said no. Oh. So anyway, um. You know, so he meets Goldie Hawn, walks her to her apartment, and and um, the whole thing turns out. Then he moves back; she moves into his house. She, like, because they talked when they were yeah. when they were kind of you know he said, "Oh, I built this house," and he like he tells her All where it, it is, and and then she just goes to the house. She goes to the house and like moves and she, in. And she's she basically meets... like a kind of a con artist. Like everything she says is a lie. <laughs> yes. And uh, basically, Steve Martin, you know, he he makes a deal with her, to, you know, that she can stay there for other stuff. But she keeps telling these like elaborate lies. And next thing you know, his dad thinks he's you know married this woman, and the lies just keep getting bigger and bigger. And and he's using this to try to win back the. Um, the ex-fiance. He's right. trying to, you know, to show that he's like lovable and capable of being like, you know, the serious adult. And his big gesture wasn't just like, you know, an Newton overboard Davis thing that, is the name. Yeah. Newton Davis. Newton Davis. That's it. That's it. So anyway, the whole movie goes along and he's trying to win back the ex. And, you know, the lies just keep compounding on top of each other. And then he eventually like, you know, falls for, for Goldie, of course. You know, who wouldn't? Oh, my back in God. The day. Oh, back right now. Buddy. <laughs> so anyway, he falls for it. And at the end, like everything kind of like all the lies just explode, you know, and fall apart. And then she's going to leave and she's taking off. And, you know, he chases after her and she gets on this bus. And at the very end, she's basically like makes him like tell a bunch of lies to her to stay. And like he goes to this big old long story, like just, you know, making up stuff while these people are waiting on the bus, like staring to hear what he had to say. It's just a great movie. Like, I love Steve Martin. He's I haven't seen favorites. it for probably 30 years, man. Oh, no, I, I just forgot about that. I love Steve Martin. I love Gold, Goldie Hawn. She would probably. No, I know. If, you, if I was doing my romantic duos thing, it would be Goldie Hawn and whoever she's in was in a movie with back then. Because oh, I so could name like, four, like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Yeah. No, I don't know if that's Overboard, so, Overboard was on Overboard my top ten. Or, I posted about that the other day. They were in uh, Bird on a Wire also together. Oh, Bird right? on a Wire was with Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, um, that was Mel Gibson. Seems like old times with Chevy Chase. That's, that's the right. one where he's oh, yeah. uh, the ex-husband who's like sneaking up above, you know, living in the apartment above 
the governor. She's like married to the governor or something, and he's like on the lam because he got um, held up in some like fake heist, like he was made to help on the heist. That's yeah. crazy, man. So I have anyway, never seen that movie. Goldie Hawn's great, and and House Sitter, House oh, Sitter, just classic, just classic, like Steve Martin, you know, playing off of Goldie Hawn. Really good stuff. Brad's number four, number four, number three, come from on the top five list. Oh my God, you we're getting what? to it yeah, now, so buddy. You guys had some good ones. I have to agree. Those were good ones. Those are great, great romantic comedies. But number three on my list is uh, starts the. Uh, yeah, argue. What am I? Is this your controversial? Man, thing? It's controversial. So <laughs> it's not much. controversial. The thing is, it's not controversial. The uh, number three is Sleepless in Seattle. Yep, that's definitely on. That's a, wow, that's a man. is not not, and you're not it's in your not top, in my top ten. Uh, see, not in your top ten. See, that's amazing. Well, because, because there are no gut laughs in Sleepless in Seattle, dude. That's well, a very it does sentimental have, it, move. It, it, a little bit, but it also has Rosie O'Donnell. There's a lot of like. Oh, that's true. There's I a lot. Of, there's there's some yucks yeah. there. I forgot. The, uh, yeah. the best scene yeah. I think. Right. In, the best thing I think in that movie is when the two girls were crying yeah. over over some movie, and then the two, and then Tom Hanks and his best friend like start talking about some guy's movie, and like you know faking tears. Faked, like, oh yeah, that's really good. That scene was great. Ah, Tom Hanks is great in romantic comedies. Man. You know why that doesn't make my top ten? Oh, why is that? There's not enough scenes. There's not scenes with them together. No, there's not. No, there, it's it's all about how they get together, and yeah. then in the end, they finally meet each other. And then, no, I, I like uh, my romantic comedies that actually have that. scenes with the couple in them together, <laughs> other than just at the very end. I got it's you. a good it's movie, and I would rank it as a good movie. But I, I think, like you know, uh, while you were sleeping, um, is a while you were is that the right name of it? Yeah, while you were sleeping would be a better like version of that same type of movie. That's mm. a good you know that one? sound logic. Sa- Sandra Bullock, uh, Bill Pullman. Oh, okay. The one yeah, where those guys. I love the one where she guys. falls in love with the guy with the big eyebrows. What's his name? Peter Gallagher, and the guy gets hit by a train. She like she's like works the little ticket booth where the guy gets hit by the train. Right. And um, she goes to visit him in the hospital, and she just you know because she thinks this guy's handsome or whatever, and then she makes up a lie that she's his fiance. And then he finally wakes up. And then no, he's is stuck in this coma the whole time, and like so she's you know meeting the family and being all friendly with the family, and eventually. You know, um, falls in love with Bill Pullman, who's the brother of the guy who got hit by the thing. Because the guy finally wakes up the coma, doesn't know who the hell yeah, she I, is. I don't know who this is. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. yeah so it was a really good mo- movie. But like I said, it's like you need to have the couples in the movie together. And, and despite the fact yeah. that, that was a great movie, I just think there wasn't enough of them on screen together. I think it would have made it. Yeah. Because a good rom-com couple, when they're together, it's like they, they enhance the spark, each the magic. other. You know what I mean? It's a well-written movie, and it's Chemistry Nora Ephron directed also, that one too. I think so. Yes, so that was. I just threw my other movie in there because my number three is Groundhog's Day, so we were going to skip me anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I just threw one of my other top tens <laughs> in there as a bonus. So Groundhog Day number three for Brad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number three. See, that's interesting because I would. I. I it was on the list of romantic comedies, uh-huh. and and I, it's, it is definitely like him pursuing her, but. It's so much more about just his personal like yeah. journey that I don't well, and, it, and it's and that's that what I'm saying. I, too I never much. thought of it as a romantic comedy, but when you look at lists, that it shows up as a romantic comedy. And yeah. if, you, if you think about it, it is. But I always just think of it as like yeah, I said, a high concept movie. And we're interrupting Andy's yes. top three. I asked you guys if this next move, my next number pick for number three, was a rom com on the thread, and no one got back to me. So oh. I went ahead and ran with it, dude. And I hope it's not controversial. It's not about falling in love, but it's about making and having babies. 
Oh, which I, which, which I think would kind of fall under the umbrella. Certainly this movie, nine months. Nine, nine months, months with Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, who I'm sorry, I'm watching this. It's got Julianne Moore in it. Uh, who else does it have in it, Brad? It has um, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Bam. Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, it was one of the first movies where I actually started to like him because he used to annoy the crap out of me until Jurassic Park. And dude, then this was like right after Tom that, and he was Arnold, pretty good. Okay, so dude, it's got Jeff Jeff Goldblum plays like a like one, one of his of the, friends or one something. of his friends. Right? Yeah, it's like a skeezy. No, friend. the the couple is Julianne Moore and Hugh Grant, and the other couple is Roseanne's ex husband, who is hilarious, man. Um, Tom, Tom Arnold, Arnold. Yeah. and uh, John Cusack's sister Jane Cusack, who is also funny. Joan, Joan Cusack, thank you. In everything that she's in. So yeah. the couples are both hilarious. Robin Williams plays this doctor who, like, I think he anesthetizes his own hands or something like that. It's hilarious. He's like this crazy yeah. Russian doctor that you wouldn't want to be anywhere near your delivery room. And Hugh Grant freaks out and runs away. He does this very typical man response to and, like, freaks out and runs away, man. And it's really sad for... For a part of the movie, they just kind of hang you out like maybe this is maybe he's not coming back. You know what I mean? But when she goes into labor, he comes back. He comes back. Yeah, dude. So my number three was nine months. Nine months. Very good. Starring you, Grant. Should I just skip to my number two since I already did my number three? Brad's number three was Groundhog Day. Yeah. What do you have for your number two, Well, because I just figured because we're already on the Hugh Grant thing. That um, hmm. my oh, number two movie's intriguing. got Hugh Grant among many other British actors. Love Actually. Oh, I love that movie. Actually, that is one of the most perfect movies that has like multiple storylines going on that all kind of come together at the end. Like you know, just they all kind of just dovetail right at the very end. Does this one have he, that uh, British actor who likes to be in his in his uh, underwear and he's really skinny and like walk around? Is that that guy? He's always the friend. No, in those no, British no, no. Yeah, he looks like he could be a model for underwear. I don't know, but that guy. But it has Alan Rickman. It has Hugh Grant as Colin Firth. It's Who's got, that guy? Who's that British guy that does what? He's got kind Hugh of red hair. Like, no, no, he's uh, he's like he's just like always the sidekick in these in these yeah. British comedy romantic comedy movies. I don't recall that that, Come that on. fellow. I don't recall that fellow. But but love <laughs> love actually just it has Kira Knightley. It has actually the guy Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. Rick Grimes is like unrecognizable in this movie. He plays this, this lovesick um, best friend of a guy, but he's actually fallen in love with the girl that he, the guy marries. Do you mean Rick from The Walking Dead? Rick from The Walking Dead. You've kept us alive, Rick. You'll see memes if you go online of him holding up. Because there's one point where he comes to her and he says, pretend it's carolers, and he's playing like a thing because he doesn't want his friend to see him out there. And he professes his love through her with like these these, flip cards. And it's Rick Grimes. Man, we got to see that movie, Russell. What are we doing? We got (laughs) to see this movie. But no, it's great. I mean, it's it's got, like I said, Hugh Grant plays the Prime Minister of Britain who falls in love with like his secretary is that oh, Kira Knightley yeah. dude uh, no it's some other little yeah. uh, chippy huh. um, no it's just it's just got everything Alan Rickman's like cheating on his wife so it's got heartfelt stories but it's like got romantic comedy sections it's just really I don't goes know well why together. I've never seen that man I think because it's pretty recent yeah uh, well, it's like Not 90s or late 2000s 90s. yeah late 90s yeah, 2000s yeah, yeah 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 no it's really good also there's a scene where Alan Rickman's buying a gift for his mistress in the store, but he's shopping with his wife, and so he wants the guy to hurry up and you know package the the gift. Yeah, and the guy packaging the gift is Rowan Atkinson, Mister Bean, and Mister oh, Bean wow. is like 
doing the slowest packing ever. He's like a, a twig of mint, right. <laughs> and he's like you yeah. know wrapping it and then wrapping it again, and just like yeah. you know taking like ten minutes. It's, it's just, I've it's, seen that part of it's it. It's a classic movie. It's a really good movie, and and it's got pretty much every British actor you can name. Uh, oh Liam Neeson's. Wife has died, and his son's like. You it's know, one of those movies where there's like on the cover of the movie, there's like there's twenty like, people. There's like twenty people. Yeah, I can't really get into those movies, and that's uh, I can't get into most of those movies either. Cast. But yeah, this is one of those, this is one of those few like Valentine's movies. Day is the yeah. other one that I can't get into. There's too many actors. Like, yeah, like the Royal Tenenbaums. But there. I would say this is like the best example of those type of movies. A lot of those movies don't work for me because there's in most of those movies there's always a couple stories that you just don't care about. Right. But this one, it's like every story is good, and they just kind of culminate at the end. Oh. On Christmas, it's great, Russell. What do you, my number one and number two are so good that I am chomping at the bit. Do you have your number two? Number two rom-com? on my list. Silence the land. It has <laughs> it has uh, sword fighting. Oh, oh well, oh. I know it already. And <laughs> true love. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, I can't believe it. I come I to steal your hubcaps. Prepare to die. <laughs> Me and Eric used to riff that. on that for like. Dude, Princess Bride is my number two, man. It's, uh, you it know, man, that would make a great number Robin one. Robin Wright is just gorgeous and in it. Carrie Elwes. And I just got through listening to the Carrie Elwes book uh-huh. called uh, the, the line he always does uh, in the beginning of the movie. Which, as you wish, yeah, as you wish, and he he gives like a, a blow by blow everything that happened in the movie, and just me, and I had to watch the movie again just to watch. And did you know that Have Andre, fun Andre the, the Castle, Andre the Giant, he didn't he didn't speak English very well. No, no he can. He had problems, and so he actually learned all his lines just by listening to them. Somebody recorded them, yeah. And he just said the words that yeah. were on there. He couldn't, didn't read them. He would be like, Bud Lady, what do you think? You know, like, it's obvious. That <laughs> I, my fault on the biggest and was... the strongest. I don't even work out. What would you say is your he's... favorite scene from that movie? Because my favorite scene is the uh, poison pill thing that goes back and forth for oh, like five with, good with, minutes. With Zini. Uh, yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> that might be my favorite. But you were thinking that I was thinking that you were thinking <laughs> that you must know that with, I have with, the Wall, ability. Wallace Shawn. Great, yeah. great scene. Obviously, uh, Billy Crystal in this one yeah. probably steals the movie as far as comedy-wise because oh, with yeah. his and, uh, Miracle Carol Max Kane. and yeah. Carol Kane yeah. and, uh, you know, can you rush it? You know. Hey, you know what? You rush your Miracle Man you get crappy miracles. Yeah. You know, yeah. right, 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 right. Plus, the movie even had Columbo in it. Exactly. He was the story That's right. It's Red right. Savage. Yeah. And no, look, the Princess Bride is like a classic. Total man. classic. I mean, it's, it's got a lot of stuff going for it, man. Yeah, that would definitely be in my list, but it just it didn't make <sighs> my five. But unbelievable. I, I, I would bump one of these to put that one. Yeah. In. It's kind. Of, you no, know, this is also a very personal list because it's one of Lori and I. We, we watched this movie oh my God. together. You know, it was one of our things. So. Oh yeah, my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's on the shelf right there. Yeah, DVD, VHS, Blu-ray. Every format. Uh, there's another good one. Junior, that's a good one, too. That's, a, that's a great... With uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's another, my nipples are very sensitive. <laughs> Dude, Junior's funny. I'm sorry. So funny. I think it's funny. And who's the, 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 the lead actress in that? It's not, it's, I don't even remember. She's not like, not like your typical... For some reason, I, I watched the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a pregnant ah, man yeah, movie out of my you. brain. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Look, man. <laughs> so, look. Russell, so you're going on record as saying that that's your number two? Number yes. two. All right, man. Here's here's where it gets. You know, the, the stakes are up here. Right. I'm still waiting for the the uh, 
somebody's Manitou pick or the two-headed uh, no, man, no, man selection. Well, no, 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 no. Look, Something man. out of the woodworks. Now, look, guys, my problem with my number two pick is that I'm not sure if it's exactly a rom- – it's romantic and it's – there. There are large comic elements to it. I'm hoping you'll you'll bless it. It's Ghost starring Patrick Ghost. Swayze, oh, man. Demi Moore, and a hilarious Whoopi Big Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. There's a scene in the bank in Ghost when she's trying to access his account, and he's standing there yelling at her, you know, what to say, and she's trying to tell the bank teller, and she's dressed up and stuff. That's one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. Yes, in it movie. is so funny. And uh, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm Patrick Swayze crazy, you know, man. I can watch anything that guy is in. What do you think? Do you would you think that's a romantic comedy? It's a romantic movie. I wouldn't necessarily think of it as a comedy because other than Whoopi's parts, the rest of it's not really comedic. No, it's mean you know he gets murdered. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but what's Whoopi Goldberg in there for? She's dude? just there. She is the comic relief. She's yeah. like the. She's kind of like break the break up the uh, serious parts. Yeah. And the sad parts. Okay. Okay. Look. But it's it's. I mean, it's a romantic movie, so it would you make know, it a I, romantic list. I, I'm not a big fan of Ghost. To be You're honest. not a big fan of Ghost. No. no, not really. You don't like it when that guy gets he gets his comeuppance and his. Oh, head and, and, gets, and, all the and I didn't like Demi Moore's little yeah. Oh man, that's great. That so, is great. So I but felt like again, it had a lot not, of stuff not, going not on. Not a hilarious scene, though. Yeah. Okay, so so that's okay because. I have an alternate number two. <laughs> How do you have an alternate number two? E. Wouldn't this make your number five actually a number no, six? No, dude. Oh, this? hey, this from Mr. <laughs> Mr. 5A, 5B, no, 5C. I just the extra one well, because no, I, no, my no, number no, three no, we'd we're already discussed. This time, I would like to sub in Splash, starring oh, Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks as my number two. Very good choice. Yeah, nice. and I don't. we've all seen Splash. It's fantastic. Tom Hanks, best romantic Male lead? Maybe. Maybe. Brad, what do you have for number two? I already did my number two. It was amazing. It was but, amazing. Turner and Hooch was a great romantic comedy. Too. You know, man, when he finally <laughs> kissed that dog, yeah, it, it was just like you felt it in the cockles of your heart. Oh, I like Splash, but I'm not a huge Daryl Hannah fan. What? She has a stupid look on her face. I she, have to yeah, say. she's just. Uh, she's that's just, how she looks. I, I always picture her when she <laughs> that's like. What, that's what I like. I always picture the Daryl Hannah <laughs> right, that, that, that moved out and lived in a teepee for a while. As Dar- that's what I think of as Daryl Hannah. Uh, she, well, apparently, she lived in a teepee for a couple years. She was Man. beautiful. Kind of smelly. Probably she's beautiful now. She has some political views that but, may differ with yours. But she did have a movie that would have been in my top ten, which was would be which have been Roxanne. Because again, I'm a big right. Steve Martin Steve fan. Martin, yeah, Roxanne. Yeah, I like Roxanne better than Splash. Okay, well, yeah. my number one is, is I'm going to stay. Russell, do you have your number no, one? No, wait, 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 wait. So I'm going to number one first? It doesn't matter. We all, all right. got number I'll, ones I'm here. number one. Number one on my list, and I will watch it at least once a year. My wife thinks I'm crazy for liking this movie. The movie is You've Got Mail. What? <laughs> now, there is the, the Meg Ryan... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks movie that they actually see each other a little bit more. And they're in the, in the whole movie together. Yeah, it was better than Joe Joe versus the Volcano. Joe versus Volcano. Oh, that was a that was rough. No, that I, was rough. You know what? Do you like it? Because people I, I, like I it. I like it. Yeah. You know what? And with the, with the uh, I was hoping he'd just jump into the volcano right <laughs> at the beginning of that movie because yeah, so, I didn't want like that it's, one. It's a very artistic. Right. Joe versus Volcano. I mean, yeah. like the scenery and everything is just like you know, let's make this as him his life as downtrodden as possible, yeah. and then. You know, or things, but then it kind of turns liked, a corner uh, when he meets on the boat, and he turns. Everything's all bright again. But anyway, that's not the movie. That's, that's not the that's movie. Joe that's not the movie. But you've got mail. You've got mail. 
It's about this couple. They, they're this, there's two couples. There's Greg Kinnear and and Meg Ryan, and then there's some girl and Tom Hanks. They they, they start corresponding on AOL. This is like the beginning of the internet. Yeah, yeah. And the whole beginning of the movie is this vector graphic, you know, scene like just yeah. of, of uh, New York rising up and being drawn. And it's it, it, back then in like was it was, it was cutting it was, edge. 1994. It was it was cutting edge. Yeah. You're talking like you know Jurassic Park oh, was two man. years earlier with all the and things, but this was, you know, for opening of a romantic comedy movie was amazing. And that's that noise of, you've got man though the modem noise of it connecting right. and then you've got I, mail. I like that sound, man. That reminds that me sound of back a lot. in the day. That's really, yeah. that's weird, man. So yeah. anyways, yeah. So they, uh, they're bitter rivals. One owns a uh, the big bookstore, Fox Books. Uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan with her uh, shop around the corner, and. Uh, they end up getting together. And this together. is actually a remake, too. Did you know it, that? It is. Of the Shop, shop Around, around the, corner the Corner with yes. Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Well, I'm just going to the Shop Around the Corner. Of course, he didn't have email back in those days. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, but what puts You've Got Mail up on top? Um, I don't oh, know. Oh, does it get to you the most? I think it just gets to me the most. I, Do you shed when, when tears When Tom Hanks shows up puzzle. with that dog Brinkley in the park... And I, I was hoping it was you. Uh, I, I am, oh, I am a, really? I am done. It's so amazing. Wow. Do you cry when you watch these? I cried watching like the color purple, you know. But I mean, that's not a romantic comedy. I've only cried at two movies in my life, and they were both animated films when I was a child. <laughs> what? Bambi. When I when and oh, that still gets oh, to yeah. me when the when yeah. when the mom dies. And the first time I watched the Jungle Book, when I thought Baloo was dead. I apparently like cried major tears in the movie theater. Oh yeah, and like my sure. My, well, my, my just... cousin was embarrassed and wanted to go out because I was oh, crying so man. loud. I, I've never really cried. I've I watched uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio sink into the ocean and like I was like I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, this is really, like a really long man. movie. I gotta I gotta take a <laughs> leak there. You didn't cry when Toto was taken away from Dorothy. No. You didn't cry when Old Yeller, they had to kill and I'm Old Yeller. No. I, I turned that oh. one off. No, and, and I'm an emo- really heck? emotional person. Like, real life things make hold me on, hold on. cry all the time. You didn't cry when Lightning McQueen, instead of winning the Piston Cup, stops on his brakes, no. goes backwards, and pushes the king over the finish line. Dude, I cried, Come in, on. I cried in E.T., man. But I think that's a normal response. I didn't cry in E.T. That was you didn't cry, dude? <laughs> no. Oh, when he's laying there getting all no. pale? You guys didn't. The, the, the car, I, the car I, I always gets me on Michael. You weren't sobbing uncontrollably. I probably got closest to crying in a, in a movie as an adult when I watched Eternal Sunshine of the um, Spotless Mind because I was right in, the, right in the middle of going through like a divorce. Oh yeah, and that movie's yeah, like yeah. a really weird. If you're in a, if you're in a dark place. place, I was going through a really hard time, and I watched that movie yeah. Re- Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream, and it set me off on oh. some kind of two it, week, you know. Yeah, is that the Robin Williams one with no, no, no? It's no. the one with ass to ass. It's this one with Jennifer Connelly, and we're huge fans of Jennifer Connelly. But it's uh, the director, I think, that did that did Magnolia. Yeah, I think. you ever seen Magnolia? It's a depressing movie because it's all about like uh, people like going it's deep just into so like drug heavy, use, man. and oh, it's just that, such yeah. a heavy yeah, it's a heavy movie. film. Good, yeah. not a romantic comedy. And all the stories in that one kind of come to you know climax at the end too. So that's that's a that's a good movie. It but is def- a great. It's definitely a great not a romantic comedy. But not a romantic comedy. So uh, you want to know what my number, number, one number one is, man? Number one. There's just no one dude, A and B wait, there, there, dude. You know what? You're gonna love my number one. But wait, I just want to go out on a limb, and yeah. I'm going to guess. 
right now yes, what Russell's number one romantic duo is. <laughs> Since he has two movies in his top five that star Meg Ryan and yeah, dude, but it could be Tom Hanks. Ginger Lynn and Fred Astaire. No, I'm going to go. I'm Ginger gonna, Lynn. Oh, it's a porn star and a, a dancer from. <laughs> what a couple. <laughs> Boy, what a show. We've got Ginger Lynn over there and Fred, Fred Astaire. Boy. Ginger, what are you doing? Boy. I'm trying to dance with you. Put oh, your legs down. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> so is that your number one? Uh, number number one, ob- obviously, is Tom Hanks. Okay. Good. I had a... All right, look, man. It was a foregone conclusion, I mean, uh, after those, those Okay. Picks. My number one, which really... I probably... I don't know that I cried watching this movie. Maybe Tears of Laughter. Better Off Dead, starring <gasps> John Cusack and man. Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. I and, want my $2. You know, I mean, God, that's one of those movies that I would like to watch every year because it's, amazing. it's hilarious. The, uh, How many times did we watch Better Off Dead? This is the uh, John Cusack, and he has the foreign exchange student. Yeah, there's a French, and I'm not sure who that actress was. We didn't really know. see much of her after that, but she was very competent. The the movie's incredibly creative. It's got claymation. It's got artwork. By, yeah, it's uh, wild and crazy. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's got yeah. the great scene with the two... Japanese guys in the oh, car doing the Howard dude. Cosell impersonation. Right. Oh, that's so right. fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's really good. Like, Better Off Dead is definitely. I'll good. take Hands Better Off Dead. Dead over, say, anything any day, which is considered like a. Right, man. Well, they made a sequel kind of to Better Off Dead called One Crazy Summer, starring yeah. Demi Moore uh, yes. and John Cusack. And it wasn't bad, but, but it, it wasn't was no same. Better no, Off no, Dead. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Now, my number one. Is better, better, off, better dead. off dead. Okay. You know what I find surprising? I think that all of us have had five different movies. Nobody has crossed over. No. And had the same movie. I mean, because nobody else put Groundhog's Day on their top uh, no. list like I did. So it's, I, it's it's amazing. We came up with fifteen movies here. That's brilliant. I'm gonna reason, go. This is how this is how amazing breadth of like yeah. romantic comedies are just. Oh yeah. From yeah. from Ghost. <laughs> so I'm gonna go, dude. <laughs> too. Whoopi Goldberg is hilarious in Ghost. It's not a horror movie. No, now wait a minute, Brad. I'm sorry. It's not a horror movie. No. It's not a. Is it a romance? It's just a drama. It's a drama. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a drama. It's a drama. Yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Bradley's number no. one. I thought it was funny before we came over here. Andy had said that one of his, his top uh, romantic comedy was The Entity. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to our oh, other podcast. Can you imagine how controversial? Romantic. <laughs> if I just said my number one, uh, The Entity starring Barbara Hershey. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the foul ghost man. Yes, and some sort <laughs> of horrible thing my, that attacks. Romantic duo. duo. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Okay, so my number one. Apparently, Hugh Grant is popular in romantic comedies. Sure, he's he's he made is. he's made two of my list. I don't even consider him one of my favorite actors, but he made your list as well with the oh, nine yeah. the nine months there. He's is great. Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, I wow. love me some Bridget Jones's Diary. I didn't see you going that way. I like Renee Zellweger with a little more weight on her. I think she didn't. She looks better with like with the weight. That she gained for that role. I have not seen that for a long time, man. Colin I, Firth is the good guy, the guy that she's meant right, to be with. Right. Hugh Grant's the asshole that every girl in the world chases. Right. You know, so it's got that whole thing going on, but it's got this just good British humor. I mean, like, like all these. It's funny, man. And my favorite scene is actually the terrible man fight that happens between uh, Colin Firth and. Um, Hugh Grant, where they basically go out in the snow and they're going to do fisticuffs, but they're the like these two British guys that don't know how to fight, so they're basically like, like kind of slap fighting, and you know, <laughs> it's funny, man. it's hilarious. It's funny. And, like they th- go through a window and and 
picked the fight through a restaurant. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one in the theater, actually, yeah. man. Because Renee Zellweger was on fire. Oh, she was, yeah. She was she in a whole was. bunch of things at the time. But, yeah, I just loved that. The sequel wasn't nearly as good. It seemed more forced. But it, it was based on this, like, really good book where this girl right, basically wrote it as, like, right, a diary. Uh, yeah, no, I remember my girl, uh, every girlfriend had a copy of it. And there were only, like, two or, yeah. you know. Had a copy of that book, man. So I guess I would have to say my favorite romantic duo is probably um, Colin Firth and um, Hugh Grant because they're in two of my movies. <laughs> they are not not together, they're but together. I mean, no. I gotta, but I mean, yeah, yeah. they both. I seem to like British uh, romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, man. I mean, I know that's really obvious, but I love them both. So. Th- so that, yeah, now that we've got our lists, our, our movie list, so we can go over. And this is not in any particular order. Okay, I said number three, number well, one, number was, one, number one. Try to guess. Number you're, one, you're, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, yeah, right. obviously. So, so there's a number two. So, and I also already said Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Yeah. That's number three. Okay, yeah. so let Andy try to guess. He said number, he, number, he, number he, two. He number two. Okay, is it an old ass movie that I'm not going to know, it's, dude? It's it's an '80s it's an '80s, mo- an 80s, 80s movie. movie couple. Yes. Oh, oh, Sean oh, oh, oh. Penn and Madonna. No, 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 no. no. Um, um, oh, not re- crap, and then, dude. Yeah. Is it a John Hughes? No, it is not. Is it Rodney Dangerfield and Sally Kellerman? Oh my God, that is that <laughs> back to school, man. Uh, 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 I give up, man. Good guess. Did they do more than one movie together? They did. At least two movies. Yes. At least two movies. Were in they the ever 80s. part of the Brat Pack? No. So, okay, so that's... Okay, and these were romantic comedy. Are they still both alive now? Yes, they working? are. Yes, they are. Um, working? Yes, I think they're both working. Yeah. Is it Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn? No. Is Goldie Hawn one of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would I know their names? Absolutely. Okay, can you give us a hint? Yeah, man, like, give us a hint, yes. dude. This, these are... Because they're not, not traditional... Romantic comedy, a little more adventure romantic comedy. Oh, are you going to go Romancing the Stone here? Kathleen Turner and and Michael Michael Douglas. Oh, man. I can't believe believe that got left off my top five. Well, the movies are definitely more as an action adventure movie, though. I don't think it was a romantic comedy. I just love them. They're just so funny together. Yeah. Oh, man. uh, I think it's because they used to hang out together or something, but they've got that chemistry. Well, and she was still good looking back then. Now she grew into her voice. Brad. She was I'm gonna... sorry. She played Chandler's dad on Friends. <laughs> that was the little, da- Chandler's that was a, cross-dressing dad. That was a little point. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of Dude, a... Dude, she's always had that husky voice. But and she... it used to be sexy, okay? Yes. Yeah. What? Now it's just odd. <laughs> she was in a, sh- a re- show She's going into I the Miss Townley um, throw mama from the train categories uh, oh, recently. Oh, my gosh. Throw mama from the train. That's horrible. From, from that girl that you wanted to slide down the mud with in uh, Romancing the Stone to not so much. Yeah. So number four, give us a guess. Uh, no, this is the older, older people. We, we already talked about them. Rock and, and Doris. That's right. Okay. Rock Doris that's Day. Number four. Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson. Doris Day. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. You're, you're number five. Is it obscure or is it somebody? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay, how many and, movies I, I have love, they done? I think they've done two together. Two, hmm. and they're both still alive and working. Oh, absolutely. You, you've seen uh, seen the uh, both of them. You've mentioned. One of their mothers, their mother, and, well, and you've also, and uh, mother. 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 I, mean, I think I'm right. No. Mom. Yeah, regular mother. Um. When when did they come out? Oh, this is in the 2000s. It's... Oh, damn. Okay, so jeez. Hmm. One of my come favorite on, Brad, ones. I've, I've seen. Them. This is uh, 
uh, is one of them. The is- mother is Goldie Hawn. Oh, so Kate, you're going Kate here. Kate Hudson. Kate oh, McConaughey? McConaughey. Oh, wow. I, I'm Dude, not, I like Matthew McConaughey. I know that he's I, kind I, of a like, hard on with those commercials or whatever, but I, well, you those know, things are horrible. You can't hate on them. All the celebrities are doing commercials now. You know? Yeah, but they're not doing commercials where they're driving around talking to themselves like a moron. And the dogs. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a... <laughs> I don't I'm just do driving this, my car, thinking about too. things, driving my car. I don't do <laughs> It's this. creepy. Yeah. But I, I loved him in also in Contact. It was oh, well, well you, love, you love Sweet Home Alabama, and he's in Sweet Home Alabama. He's he? not in Sweet Home Alabama. He's not in Sweet Home Alabama? No. See, Reese didn't make anyone's list. Reese, I, I love yeah. Reese Witherspoon, man. Yeah, there, there's so many. I mean, these... See, there, there are more recent ones. Kate and Reese have been in a whole bunch of romantic comedies. Dude, my favorite, my, my favorite Reese Witherspoon movie is Election, which is not a romantic yeah. comedy. I'd put five Goldie Hawn with anybody movies over any of Kate Hudson's. Oh, really? I just really enjoy uh, them and in, in, in the, in, when they're together. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely Good, legit, uh... dude. And they're both in fantastic shape. They are, you know, must be nice. So who, I, saw, I saw Renee Zellweger and Colin Firth slash Hugh Grant, and yeah. then they're also, uh, and then uh, also made the list Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts, Notting Hill. That was, was oh yeah, man, say, Julia uh, Roberts. I forgot. About I'm glad she didn't make anyone's list. I'm I'm just such not a fan of hers. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't dig Julia. Yeah, oh, yeah I get it. Cute. Notting Hill. I'm like I look at all the other Hugh Grant movies that I had. Dude, on honorable mentions for me are Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock. There's a whole bunch of yeah. Sandra Bullock like, uh, good didn't that, make our know. list. Other like she's like number eleven on while oh, you're sleeping yeah. for Speed, me. Speed is one of my favorite movies of all time. Keanu all right. and Bullock together. Yeah, one of the ones that was going to make my list and it came in like number seven uh, was My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah, yeah. So hilarious. And the new, new ones, new ones coming out. You're gonna see it. Um, Joe versus volcano. That was on there. Yep. 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 And mm-hmm. one of the ones I thought was just more comedy than romantic comedy, but it was all about it was something about Mary. Mm, that's oh good. yeah. So that yeah. those were the kind of like rounding out my. If I was gonna make my. Something I'm surprised to, that to think now that because of this discussion, like that Adam Sandler like has been in some good romantic comedies. He's one he's, of the ones that didn't make my top five, but made my top ten. Is the um, one with Jennifer Aniston. Just go with it. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, yeah, that. it's yeah. also great Hawaii scenery and lots yeah. of sting songs. Yeah, but um, he's basically this guy who wears a wedding ring to hook up with chicks. Is like a ploy to hook up with chicks, but then he finally meets some girl that he really likes, which is Brooklyn Decker, mm-hmm. you know, swimsuit model. Mm-hmm. And um, he has he didn't have his ring on. It's in his pocket, but she finds his ring, so he has to make up the story that he's getting divorced. So he gets his dumpy. Secretary Jennifer Aniston. That's believable. <laughs> dumpy secretary. His dumpy secretary. Plain Jane. <laughs> yeah, his plain Jane secretary to pretend like she was his ex-wife, and of course she comes and dresses all hot, and the whole thing is oh, yeah. this lie. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. I must like movies where they lie a lot because I like House Sitter. <laughs> well, this this lie really becomes bigger and bigger because she mentions her kids, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't know you have kids." So then, she, of course, she wants to meet his fake kids. So then he's so got to he come up with kids. kids. Yeah, and they go to Hawaii, and it's got uh, what's his name, and uh, Nick Swardson. Ah, yes. He was the, ah. the roller skating guy from Reno 911. Oh, God, man. Those guys. Are so so he's like, he's involved in it, too. And, and they go to Hawaii, and like, of course, he then eventually falls for Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, there's this do. great scene where they go. As you do. They, there's this great scene where they go to this waterfall, and Brooklyn Deckler, of course, you know, goes out swimming in the water. And then Jennifer Aniston takes off her thing and gets into her bikini, and you realize, okay, 
how did this guy not know his secretary was this hot? I'm sorry. No. Oh, well, Jennifer he, Aniston in a bikini in Hawaii. No. And he's just like, oh, I'm all surprised. Giveaway. Where did this come from? Dead giveaway. It's, okay. like, it's like the girl in the... Gl- oh, she's wearing glasses. Oh, my God. Oh, she's... She's ugly. <laughs> so here is... Um, I don't know how to say this guy's name. This is the guy who's always, like, in his underwear. Reese Ifans? Ifans? Oh yeah, he, 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 he might he, actually be in that he movie. He played the gold kicker in the replacement. He's in Keanu yeah, Reeves, he's, he's, dude. He's, 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 so is he in that movie? He's probably in that movie in his underwear too. He's probably the guy that was banging uh, Colin Firth's oh, uh, wife. Hey. Yeah, so this is I'm t- so I'm saying I knew I thought he was a Notting Hill for sure. Yeah, and how do you say this guy's name? Right, Reese. Well, he's British, Evans? so every I, everyone from England was in this movie. So. I'm sure he was he was in there. Yeah. So very good, very good. So very that's a good, quite very comprehensive good list. If I guess of rom coms, yeah, I, I have recorded all these, and so I'm going to make a little uh, list. It'll be on okay. on the. Uh, did, did your do, you, do, do either of your wives have a top romantic comedy that maybe isn't the same yeah, as ours? I, My I wife doesn't ask, really right. like romantic comedy. Every time man. I watch You've Got Mail, she's Lori's like, I, I can't, I can't believe it. I'm married to you. This she <laughs> will watch a Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler movie, however. So okay, I got that going for me. Yeah, Kim threw out Sixteen Candles. That's like one of her favorite movies. Oh. And I've never thought of it as a romantic comedy. I, I don't think it's romantic. No. That's more like a coming of age. It's comedy. like a kick in the balls yeah. for teenagers. It's yeah. a long yeah. duck dong. Yeah. <laughs> you, be, you, I was confused after you I saw punch that in movie. My face. And she also likes food. a movie that didn't make my list, but that I really like certain movies. Like you watch it the first time, and then it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then like every time it's on, it kind of grows on you. Yeah, that's how that just um, go with it. The Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler one was for me. Also, Couples Retreat with Vince Vaughn. Ah, uh, yes, and, uh, uh, that Kirsten was fun. Uh, Bell, Chris Kirsten Bell, uh, Malin Ackerman, John Favreau. Mm-hmm. That movie's like one of those ones that's grown on me, and she she put that in her top list. Really, yeah. excellent, excellent. Well, I like all those people. So yeah, that's, it, 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 it couldn't be bad. Jason Bateman. Yeah, he was great in that. He's, He's great in everything, man. So, wow, we did a whole episode on romantic comedies. Oh, hey, that wasn't it was, that hard. You know what? Cause you, I think Andy, we should go Andy, back you, to you being the handsome it. men after this. Um... <laughs> you mentioned the, uh, you know, like, oh, we should do romantic Because Russell loves romantic comedies. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do. Let's do yeah, that. Well, hey, man, and you <laughs> I, know, I've like, actually, I, Russell's probably got a couple extra pages there that he's holding out on this. Yeah, I could, I could go for days. <laughs> this, uh, this podcast topic generated the most interest on Facebook so far of any of our topics. I don't really understand it, <laughs> but it did, you know. So look, man, uh, we got to keep the dialogue going. You yeah. know, there's some great romantic comedies out there. Well, good. So uh, we'll we'll talk to you next time about uh, a topic. We're gonna have a oh. return of the Star Wars minute. I can do the Star Wars minute real quick. And it's only a minute long. And go. Yeah. I just got the Blu-ray on the way home today. I actually I was I came up here pumped because I had to leave in the middle of Kylo Ren chasing down uh, Ray to come do this podcast. So oh, wow. like the, I left the whole family watching the Force Awakens to come here. So that's one thing. Another thing. Did you see the season finale of Rebels? No. Oh God! Then I can't talk about it. But it was pretty epic. You know, kind of where it's going, right? Like, where, who, what's going to happen? Who's who's going to meet who at the end? Oh, well, it, it seems like it. Yeah, so it's you know, it, it basically was hinted at the end of season one when Ahsoka showed up. Right. So basically, let's just say the whole last episode is like an hour's worth of like lightsaber fighting. It's just like oh, wow. so oh, good. Wow. There's Inquisitors. There's Vader. There's Ahsoka, it's. I'm not going to tell you anything. I was. Seen it yet, this is. But it's I, really I was good. very. I, I watched the whole first season. 
uh, there was a catch up thing on my yeah. on my cable box. I'm like, oh, that's Brad said that's good. So I watched the whole thing. Yeah, and I I've been waiting for that. Like, yeah, and, and season, season two, it's it's had some good episodes, some so so episodes, but like this is the finale that everyone's been waiting for. This is if you watch the Clone Wars, this is like you've been waiting for this confrontation. I love it's, seeing like the older Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's actually kind of. I'm like, cute oh when man, she's, older. she's, she's uh, this is she's like this is just Scarab. It has I have I have I said such yearnings for a yep. cartoon character. <laughs> and then one last thing, I heard a rumor just today that somebody said that Yo uh, Frank Oz is on the set of Episode Eight. Oh, so we may get a Ghost Yoda. They they were crap. talking about how they they built some set that has um, room for puppetry oh, at the knew, Jedi Temple. Man. Dude, I knew that. That Ghost Yoda was coming back, buddy. I really hope that that's not the case. I like to see some Ghost Yoda. I can't oh, imagine, dude. Ghost he, Yoda is going to fight. He spent all that time, all those years, learning how to become how to a, come back, a dude, ghost, how to be omnipotent, yeah. or whatever. Dude, he's going to end up fighting that hologram that would tell Kylo Ren what to do. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> wa- watch the end of Rebels, and then we can talk. We can talk about it in the right. next Star Wars minute. Good. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Okay, so I'm going to have all these lists at superfantasticterrific.com. Yep. And now, Brad, now that we've uh, – we, you can start posting some of your top five now okay. that, on Facebook now yeah, that we've well, actually done the podcast. Yeah, now I was, that it I was cause I know, I'm, I'm like, oh, Brad. I was just trying to hype it up by, by you know, posting some that yeah, didn't make I know, the list. I know. You're, but I was like, oh, you're going to post one of mine. Like, even, I don't think you're even top ten in my top ten even mixed. No, I don't think It's amazing. So, yeah. Again, superfantasticterrific.com. You can, there you get the Facebook page and uh, Brad's. Uh, Brad's Geekness blog where he yep. posts all this stuff. Oh, a whole bunch of crap. And so check <laughs> that out. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.